You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 261. Today, we're going to be talking about which offering should you create next. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. So today's episode is really trying to help you determine what is the next best offering that you should create in your business as we are kind of, again, middle of Q1, you may be feeling like you're in a good stride. You may be feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to throw out all of my ideas and switch them up. Wherever you're at, I think this episode will be super helpful for you just to shine a light on what opportunities you may or may not be taking advantage of to create more revenue, more impact, and less hours in your calendar. So with that being said, I'm going to go over three offering types. The first is selling, you know, a course or a program. The second is an agency. And the third is a virtual VIP day. So I'm actually going to start with the agency first. And when a lot of us service providers get into business, we are told that, okay, if you know, once you start getting traction, you have to think about duplicating yourself. And that means that you have to hire people and you have to have all of your, you know, processes completely outlined and perfectly, you know, dotted I's, cross T's, color coded things and click up in order to bring people on. And so what I want to shine a light on about starting an agency, it's probably the hardest business model to create. The reason for that being is that you're really having to, at the point that you determine to have an agency, you are having to balance hiring and your clients. So if you already are overwhelmed with the amount of people that you're having to manage, aka your clients, then adding more people does not help the situation. It's kind of like those people who, sorry if this is you, I suppose, but if you know you go into marriage and you think, oh, a baby is going to help my marriage. No. <laughs> adding more humans to the mix gets more complicated. And so with that, I'm not saying you shouldn't start an agency. I'm saying that these are things that you need to think about if you want to go down the road of an agency. So again, balancing more people may or may not be the best fit for you. And then also, you know, with that, you have to create more margin. And again, you may hear the terms profit margin a lot. Agencies run tend to run really, really lean on profit, meaning that you do not have a lot of leftover money because you are having to not only pay yourself, pay the whole team, and then, you know, expenses, all the things. So it causes a lot of strife if you do not increase your prices right away as you're building your agency because you're having to create that leverage. And so, you know, you're having to both increase your prices and let your clients know that they technically won't be working directly with you anymore. And that can sometimes start an avalanche of clients leaving. And thankfully, you know, some agencies have 
you know, created a nice transition for clients. But I've also talked to a lot of them and known that it's like pulling teeth where clients do not want you to leave them. They don't want, you know, somebody that they've never heard of being in their business, et cetera, et cetera. So it can cause a lot of friction between you and your clients that you've been serving and enjoying. And that, you know, again, can cause then you to lose clients. And then it's like, okay, now I'm having to find clients again. And it's like a whole cycle. And then also the other aspect of agency is creating systems for every single part of your business. And if you already had a complicated service that was all in your head, you are going to have to take all of that out and you are going to have to create videos, create really long standard operating procedures of all these tasks that then somebody else is able to overtake because you don't want your quality of work to suffer when you hand it off, right? So with an agency, for a lot of people, it's not the right fit because of how many people you're going to have to manage. You're not only managing clients, but now you are having to manage like a team that then manages the clients. So it's a lot of duplicating the work. And while, you know, years down the road, you can fully step out of everything. It takes a lot of time. (laughs) So I just want to be really transparent about the conversations I've had with agency owners and people who I know who still have agencies. It tends to be an area where a lot of people then end up burning out which is really unfortunate. So if you feel like, you know, low on time, low on, you know, money, low on energy, agency is probably not going to be the best next step for you. Yeah, when it comes to creating your ex offering. So then a lot of people are like, Oh, here's what I'll do. I'm going to create a course or program, put it on evergreen and money is going to be raining into my bank account forevermore. I have coached in a lot of programs. I have a lot of friends who are selling courses through Evergreen. You know, I have my own program. <laughs> okay. And it is not raining money. It takes a lot, and I do mean a lot, of work to both fulfill on a program, but also the selling aspect of the course or program. So the difference I see between courses and programs, I'm probably going to focus more on courses because that tends to be the first step that people go to is courses are you know, do it yourself and programs add in some sort of community or coaching element. So you're like, I want to create a course that I create once and then I sell it and it makes me money. So when you're starting to create a course, yes, you are creating all of the content up front, slides, scripts, recording the videos, editing the videos, paying for video hosting, like creating all the content for a course isn't just like a two second activity, especially if you want it to be a course that helps your people get the transformation that you help with, right? So I think people are like, yeah, yeah, like creating a course, it's really easy. Yes. And if you want it to be good, you do want to take some consideration into it. And so the amount of time that you develop your content or work with a, you know, curriculum designer, that takes a lot of time. It really, truly does. Virtual VIP days are all the rage in 2021 and with good reason. I mean, who wouldn't want less client hours and more revenue and impact? Yeah, thought so. If this business model has been swirling around your sphere and you're looking to add the offering into your orbit, you definitely do not want to miss the upcoming Done in a Day virtual conference happening on March 8th and 9th, 2021. This two-day event is completely live and dedicated to showing you how to structure and sell your most excellent and efficient virtual VIP day as a service provider, coach, or consultant. 
So grab your ticket today at donanadayvirtualconference.com or check the link in the show notes and description. Can't wait to see you there. Then from there, you're having to buy and learn all new software. So instead of, you know, the simple software of like Dubsado and maybe Zoom that you use currently, you're having to purchase Evergreen webinar platforms, which are hundreds of dollars, course hosting platforms, also a good chunk of money, email marketing platforms, another good chunk of money. Again, on average, people are spending like $250 plus a month on these platforms. And so if you already are struggling with time, and now you're having to learn all these new softwares, that's going to take some time. If you're having to buy all these new software and keep up with, you know, those purchases, then that's a lot of money. You know, $250 is a really good amount to be spending on uh, software, which will end up being around $3,000 a year. And so that can be super, when people start to get into it, they're like, oh, this is like building a castle. Yeah, it is. It takes a lot of time. I would say a lot of people take six months literally from, you know, course idea to then completely building it to selling it, all of the things. Then you have to master all new marketing strategies on top of it. So if you're a service provider, coach, or consultant, you're probably used to, you know, uh, referral partners, or maybe you go do guest podcasting or something like that, which are pretty easy and quick turnaround opportunities. You now are having to master all new marketing strategies, which Again, if you're probably listening to this podcast, marketing isn't your zone of genius. You know, that's a total, you know, generalization of data that we've gotten from y'all. So this is not the, you know, you may be in the minority and love marketing, but marketing was never my strong suit. And so having to learn things like Facebook ads and consistent content creation, which leads to spending more money on ads and an ad agency and like challenges and launches and conferences and all the things like those are all very expensive. And you either are going to have to have consistent organic content or have Facebook ads or have both, which most of my friends and most of the people who sell, you know, programs to sell Evering courses talk about the importance of both. So all in all, starting to sell a course isn't like you put it up and money rains into you. There's a lot of time investment going on. There's a lot of money investment going on. And if you don't have either of those things right now or extra money or extra time, then it's going to cause a lot of strain and you may not even get your course up because you just give up, which is really unfortunate. I am a huge advocate of selling courses, programs, all that stuff. And I think that there's timing that needs to be taken into consideration, which a lot of people don't think about. And so with that, you know, if you kind of are listening and are like, I don't have time and money, neither of these options sound viable for me, then the third option, which obviously I'm biased, but I'm still going to talk to you about it, is creating a virtual VIP day. And the reason that a virtual VIP day is the next best offering for you to sell is because you got to keep all the same software that you're using right now, whether that's Dubsado, Acuity, Zoom, phone call, doesn't matter. You don't have to learn any new software. You don't have to buy any new software. It's literally just the exact same tools that you use right now. You get to keep all your same marketing strategies and just create a process around it. So like if you have really great referral partners, okay, how do we continue to nurture your referral partners to get you more clients, right? How do we get you on more podcasts? And lastly, you get used to having more free time because you're only working with clients four days a month. So if you're low on money, 
this is great because you don't have to, you know, pay for any new software. You don't have to pay for Facebook ads, none of that stuff. It's great if you are low on time because you are not having to, again, learn any new software, learn any new marketing strategies, and you're not having to add a ton of more hours onto your calendar. And again, if you're low on energy, this is fantastic because if you're able to only work with clients four days a month, then that gives you 26 or 27 days to spend hanging out with your kiddos or doing some marketing here and there. And that's it. Like and I'm talking from experience because it allowed me to attend at the time around 30 some events in one year because I really, really enjoyed going to events. It allowed me to be a nurse to my family members who were going through some difficult surgeries and needed me to be the help for like three weeks in California. And it really allowed me to enjoy my business because I actually had time to work with people that I really enjoyed and you know, the sense of urgency was already there. You don't have to create urgency like you do for courses or programs. It's like, I only have four spots, like literally. So it is what it is, right? So if you're listening to all of this and you've never, never, never experienced or thought about virtual VIP days, then I encourage you to really map out the pros and cons for each of these three types of offers that you could create next and truly look at how much time, money, and energy it's going to cost you on each of these. And if you, you know, do your own list and VIP days come up as the next best offer for you, then I want to encourage you to join me, my team, and the amazing cast of 26 other speakers at the Done in a Day virtual conference. And that is a two-day live event where we are putting amazing keynotes together, really thoughtful panelist discussions, and lots of immersive content. We've got hot seats, we've got Enneagrams and VIP days, we have, you know, real buyers of VIP days telling you the psychology of why they love to buy VIP days versus monthly retainers or project based. So you can really learn from real people who are spending buku dollars on VIP days. And so it really is possible for you. And so even if you're like, maybe Jordan, I don't know if I want to or not still come to this event because it'll absolutely open up your mind. You'll have ideas out the wazoo. It is so amazing. And the chat is always fire. (laughs) We had, I think it was 117 pages of a chat transcript from our last one, which was really awesome. And I truly enjoyed being able to chat with everybody. My team was in there. It's just, it's such an awesome event. And I know I'm biased, but you could also ask other speakers. You can ask a lot of past attendees and they've had a blast. So if it is potentially the right next offer for you, come join us for the Done in a Day virtual conference by going to doneinadayvirtualconference.com. Grab your ticket. I can't wait to see you there. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and really helped clear the air on what is the next best offer for you. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.